Welcome to the Dome Dog Podcast. I'm your host, Matt DeBritz. So Syracuse football 4-0, taking on Wagner this weekend. Shouldn't be much of a contest. And Syracuse should put those guys out of their misery before halftime so the starters can, can sit out in the second half and be ready in two weeks for NC State, who is a top 10 team. They're playing Clemson this weekend, and there's going to be a lot of emotion in that game. Who knows who will win? But regardless, it's going to be a tough opponent, a tougher opponent than Syracuse has seen all season. So take care of business in this game against Widener early so you can rest and have a full rest of almost two weeks before you play NC State. That's all I'm going to say about football. The rest of it's, you know, Syracuse media or people are saying, why aren't people going to the games? Same old thing. People don't have enough money. It's expensive. Um, you know, they haven't been good in a long time. So the games they, they won against Purdue, not a bad win. Virginia, not a bad win. Uh, Louisville, not a bad win. But it's going to take Syracuse fans to uh, have a lot more to maybe pack the house all the way. And even so, even if they do beat NC State, as I said, it's expensive. And everything's expensive these days. As I said in my last podcast, stamps are 60 cents. Come on now. Men's basketball officially started their practices on Monday, even though they've been playing in the summer and, and throughout the fall and things like that. The official practices started on Monday. Uh, Syracuse Instagram page has put out some pretty cool content with uh, Simon Torrance asking Chris Bell about playing for Russell Westbrook's AU team. Also, Joseph Gerard talking to some of the younger guys about their shoe game kind of fun stuff and then they show videos of the guys kind of playing together i haven't seen too much on benny williams it seems to me the freshmen are, are front and center a lot more so benny's on the cover of the schedule and that's fine and he's in some of the videos for like a quick second here and there but where is his head at and what's going on with him because he's been pretty quiet since he got injured last year in the North Carolina game. Remember, he started to ascend in the Duke game, playing athletic. People started to think, oh man, maybe he's going to break out now, be included. But we haven't heard much from him. Um, haven't seen much from him. As I said, he's on the schedule cover. Uh, the the web page, or I mean the Instagram page, they're, they're talking about the freshmen a lot more, which is, you know, it, it's kind of not surprising that they're doing that since people don't know them as well yet. But uh, I hope that he's not being overshadowed. I want to see what he's doing in practice, but you can't tell by some of these videos because it's only showing like the good stuff, not the bad. Um, how is he competing? How does he look? How does he look athletically? Has he improved his jump shot? Has he done anything to change what what kind of his perception was last year? And is he going to get the minutes that, he think, that I think and many other people think he may deserve I don't know. I have to see these practices. But next Friday, uh, Syracuse is going to play in Rochester. It's like a, it's not Midnight Madness, but they're calling it Monroe Madness, where they play scrimmages. The women's team is playing as well. There'll be like skill competition. It'll be kind of a fun night for the Rochester fans. So maybe we'll get a first look at the freshman there and also what Benny Williams is up to. But I think it's important, you know, that Benny makes strides this year. And I, I've already talked about another podcast, but I'll reiterate. I think Gerard's going to have his better season this year just because he's been playing off the ball. I think Torrance, whether he starts or not, is going to be important distributing the ball and his defense and his leadership. I know he was, he was conducting the interviews with the younger guys, and that was kind of funny, but really I think his, his leadership is going to be important this year. Edwards, you know, he got hurt last year as well. Uh, he played for the Netherlands in the summer, so hopefully the rust is off him and he's going to be coming back with a force. 
So I, I like their chances with having some veteran guys and some younger guys to see what the team can do. Will will team play faster? Will they play more guys? You know, history tells us Bayheim won't play more guys. Uh, but hey, he played that triangle and two defense and against Duke and they almost won. So maybe he's changed a little bit even from that game. And then into the summer, I want to see that defense again. And I want to see man-to-man. I want to see pressing. I want to see substitutions. I want to see all that stuff. But as for now, I'm just going to have to wait and see. Some things that I came across, you know, speaking of freshmen, uh, last week when I was just like hanging out, I saw this video of Stefan Marbury and Ryan Rossillo from The Ringer. And Rossillo had asked him about recruiting because Stefan Marbury was a huge recruit coming out of high school. I actually saw him play up close. And the guy's crossover was deadly. I mean, I'd never seen anything like it live or right in front of my face like that. And the guy was unbelievable. And he was possibly going to go to Syracuse. This was the 95-96 season. And Stefan Marbury told the story that Beheim came to his house in Coney Island and didn't guarantee him a starting position. And pretty much his family was miffed and they all kind of like left. And his mother said something to effect of, well, we have nothing else to talk about. Next day, Bobby Cummins from Georgia Tech came, guaranteed him to play, and he went there. Now, in 1995-96 season, if you remember, Syracuse went to the championship game. They lost to Kentucky. Lazar Sims was the point guard and Wallace was the star. What would have happened if if Stefan Marbury went to Syracuse? We'll never know. Uh, but it's always kind of fun to think about it, right? But it got me to thinking, do you think Beheim still does that? Do you think he says to kids, you're, you're not guaranteed a starting position? Or does he do it now? Or does he say, like, listen, you're going to be my starting point guard? Uh, what do you think? Throw me a comment and let me know what you think, either in social media or um my personal account or whatever you want to do. Just, I want to hear from you, whether it's on Instagram, whether it's on YouTube or not. Did he, did Beheim say to Carmel Anthony, you're not guaranteed to start. I would love to have been a fly on the wall in that, that room. And with these guys coming in now, was Judah Mintz promised a starting position? Was anybody? I don't know. You know, when I talked to Matt Rowe, the first guest of this podcast, he told me that Beheim told Pearl Washington, he wasn't guaranteed to start. I don't know if he's changed since then or not, but it's interesting to find out. And I'm going to try to find out what the story is on that. Keep following me. Um, I'm constantly coming up with questions and, and comments about Syracuse basketball. I'm all other things in sports. Um, I saw that LeBron James and uh, Draymond Green bought a pickleball team. My sister's into playing pickleball, and I didn't know it was that cool. I saw a lot, <laughs> I saw a lot of people playing it on the top of a cruise ship once, and I had no idea what it is, but I guess it's popular on basketball players. Kevin Durant was seen playing it as well. So maybe that's the next sport. Um, one of the other podcast guests, John Oliver, shot me a note saying, hey, um, Lifetime Fitness just sunk a ton of money into it. So apparently it's the next thing. Maybe I need to get a racket and get going. I already looked, though. There's a bunch of pickleball podcasts, so I don't know if I'm going to go down that road. I almost forgot my send it back moment of the week. Um, if you haven't been with me in the last podcast, I came with this new segment called send it back, hashtag send it back. Pretty much bad service, things that you don't like, you're sending it back. So anyway, you slice it, something you don't like. It's lame, right? So last week I talked about coffee. This week I'm talking about coffee again. September 29th, Thursday was National Coffee Day, which was yesterday. I'm recording on Friday the 30th here. And I read the Morning Brew every day, which is a newsletter for business. And they tell you all sorts of things. One thing they said, it was National Coffee Day. And here are the chains or here are their promotions. So I click on the link. I look through it. Nothing really is great. So I made a homebrew, put on my story yesterday on Instagram. 
just like everybody else does make a coffee at home right uh but <laughs> i mean Krispy Kreme was the only one giving away free uh free coffee um Dunkin Donuts you had to buy one get one Smoothie King was you know you get five dollars for an espresso shot which I tried last week not good don't do it uh and you know if it's National Coffee Day and you're a chain that charges five to six dollars for a foo-foo drink a coffee drink and you're not giving coffees out for free send it back I don't want to know about your national whatever day just like all these other national days of of like waffle day and hamburger day those places better be giving away something for free otherwise it's not me what is free is a dome dog podcast you can find it anywhere on your podcast apps whether it's audible whether it's apple podcast spotify podbean you can go to my website domedogpodcast.com it'll take you directly to the latest pod and past pods i mentioned john oliver his podcast is on there i mentioned matt rowe his podcast is on there adam weissman Anyone you want to think of in the last year, they're there. They've been on my podcast. So go check it out there. The Facebook group is facebook.com slash groups slash Dome Dog Pod. That's D-O-M-E, D-A-W-G-P-O-D. I'm on Instagram. I'm on YouTube. I'm on YouTube Shorts. Find me. Like it. Share it. Hit me some comments. I'm loving the comments from old listeners and, and also from John Oliver. Thanks for chiming in there, John. Uh, I'll talk to you all soon.